guys, welcome to episode six of the FTK World Athletics Championship Special. This special is brought to you by Up There Athletics. Up There Athletics is Melbourne's home of running, elevating the burgeoning running community in Melbourne and beyond by offering high-end product and fostering the community and social sides of the sport. Offering a curated selection of men's and women's footwear and apparel from running stalwarts such as Nike, Adidas, New Balance, Hoka and Saucony. Up There Athletics also carry international heavyweights, Tracksmith, District Vision, Satisfied Running and more. Drop into their physical space at 179 Flinders Lane or shop the full collection online at uptherathletics.com. I'm your host, Joel, and I'm here with Brett. How you doing? Speaking of up there. Yeah. Hunter Rubino's kit. What the hell was with that? For all- anyone hasn't seen it, he's, <laughs> go he's, do it uh, he's talking about some shoes, go but I, I was getting like- distracted by his... <laughs> cardigan over a hoodie. Yeah, a moss, a moss-colored cardigan over the top of a hoodie. I'm not sure about that. We haven't, we haven't done the uh, things we've seen on Instagram that we're not too sure. It would about, be making it. But it was <laughs> a definite shoe in for that <laughs> this week. Um, so yeah, talking about up there. When was the last time you went into the store? I went in for that checkpoint race. Yeah. Um, for those in Melbourne a- who haven't gone into the store, yeah, it's it's pretty bloody cool. I know. I think whenever I go into the city. Always make sure make I go past excuse. it or like, yeah. yeah, even like, I don't, I don't go and buy anything. Yeah. I just go and have a look around the store because it is yeah, you cool. Walk, you walk in and go, do you guys know who I am? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was good because like, I've got athletes from interstate that I coach. Yeah. And whenever they come to Melbourne, they're like, oh, I'm going to go to, to yeah. up there. It's like the cool place to be seen as well. Yeah. As long as you're not wearing a moss colored car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Hunter. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, you're forgiven this time. Yeah. All right. Day five competition. It was a pretty exciting day. Gold medal day for us. Gold medal day. Eleanor Patterson, two oh two. Yeah. In the high jump. Equal area record. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um it was pretty exciting to watch as well. So like it went down to a few girls all kind of tied on the end and and she cleared it over the Ukrainian. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting that she uh went for another jump after. Yeah. And it's like I thought to myself. She's not going to get it's this. It's quite always like the bit of like an anticlimax yeah. in the in the field events like that. Like when you've won it, yeah, and it's like everyone's going, "Oh my god, here she goes!" She's get, like they're going to do something huge, yeah. Or, or like I'd like to long know jump. how often they do. Yeah, when I don't reckon it's the, often. No, yeah. I can't imagine because yeah. you just like all that pressure just releases. And yeah, you, how are you going to give it your? All? And you can see like it looked like she was tearing up a little bit. Yeah, and she, as she's like tying her spikes, and it's just like you how got the can gold, you gold medal in your eyeballs? Yeah. just like playing around. The um, I've been listening to the commentators. The female commentator is terrible. <laughs> I, I, need, I need to find out who it is. I think I was speaking to Gregor the other day and he mentioned it as well. But um, Ex-athlete, right? Ex-athlete. Yeah, but I'm not sure just, what event. Yeah, I, th- I think it must be sprints or something. But yeah. she just like doesn't add anything. Mm. And to, and I heard her say that Eleanor retired in 2014 after winning Com Games. Yeah. And this is a great comeback for her. And I was like... I've been on teams with Eleanor since then. So I'm, like, I'm going to go and sure, sure, check like that. Sure, she something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going to go and check that. Yeah. And she's competed every single year. Yeah, wow. And like jumped well every single year. So I don't know what she was on about. I love um, how you've now, you've now said that and all that's done is put pressure on us that we are not allowed to get one single fact wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think she's just got so many things wrong. It's just like, yeah. or, but it, not even wrong. It's just like, it just adds a little like, yeah, they're going fast here. It's like, yeah, no shit. Like, it's just, yeah, n- not much. We'll, yeah. Uh, we'll have to find find out um, who it is so then we can get all the yeah. all the listeners to comment on their Instagram. 
So pull your head in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Another weird thing about that high jump. How's the visualization? Yeah. Is it, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard one, to, <laughs> hard one to get right. Visualization. Yes. Got it. Um, it is like all, all different. Everyone has a different kind of thing. Um, it's a weird thing because you, yeah, you watch them like going through doing these. Ha- they're really hard, which is why we ha- need the YouTube channel. But, yeah. Um, doing, doing hand movements and like kind of going through their steps and then like a little whoop yeah. as, as they jump and. I wonder if it's like timed perfectly, like so they're yeah. just doing it, and then they yeah they raise their hand up and down. and like, yeah they close their eyes like the one the other Ukrainian girl like had her eyes closed. I was just doing that. Yeah, close my eyes <laughs> and spread my arms. And so has her eyes closed and does this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and kind of just like yeah does the motion and with her hands sweep and over. yeah. Yeah, like I wonder if Jake Whiteman was on the line three minutes and twenty nine seconds before doing finger tapping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw you doing that before goal goes, but you only did it for like 20 minutes and then, and then you stopped and I was like, that's oh, no. your problem there. <laughs> 20 minutes, that's a pretty fast 8K. <laughs> I thought you only got seven. <laughs> oh, well. Um, yeah, and Nicola Oleslagas in ninth yeah, for the not so, Australian. She was a medalist last year, so... Yeah. disappointing for her but yeah she looked like she was she when Eleanor got the gold she was like on on camera cheering for her really yeah. well so she's obviously a good sport I think like high jump and stuff it's so like on the day as well yeah like all the girls are so close yeah, and then they're just with each other all yeah, the time and then and then it's just like on if you have a good day you get a medal if yeah. you have a little bit of an off day you, you, you don't you come a ninth yeah so it is and it's, it's only like there's a few like it's a, usually on a count back is how they yeah the positions are like if you've missed the first jump yeah. And get on the second. You're behind the put so I guess it on the first, but Yeah. Well, uh, great job again to Eleanor. Um the Christian Varholm in the four hundred hurdles, obviously favorite. Yeah. Well, well maybe not the favorite before when he when he um had the injury injury trouble, but well, he looked pretty good up. in the first yeah. in the first two hundred and eighty meters. He always goes out really hard. Yeah. And thought, he was and he looked good. Yeah, like and then just come to the hurdle. straight, hit like well not hit it, just landed awkwardly. Just yeah, and just it was like the body just got flooded with lactic. Yeah, it's yeah. like it is like that. If you ever like are running and you kind of trip or something or like and mm. or like and not fall over, but just like have a little stumble, or just break and then all of a sudden you, your legs are like yeah, like like blocks, and yeah. uh, that's just what it looked like happened. And yeah, he just went back. He just went back. I'm not sure where he finished. Maybe sixth yeah. or seventh or something like that. Um, but Alison dos Santos from Brazil took the win. He was uh, second in Tokyo, and then Ray Benjamin from America was second in Tokyo, and he was third. Yeah, today. Yeah, the men's 400 hurdles and the women's 400 hurdles. Yeah, it's so good. They're it's so good to watch. Crazy. And it's just there. Yeah, the three, the all the athletes running at the moment are just such high quality. It makes it exciting to watch. Um, yeah. Big event of the day for us. Yeah, men's fifteen hundred. Wow, did not expect that. Yeah, big upset. Um, Jake Whiteman. Yeah, who's- we did say we did say. I remember. I think early on when we were doing the when we were we, after the heats, mm. and I said I reckon Jake will go better than um, yeah. Josh Kerr. I don't yeah. know if I said that live on air. <laughs> Do you remember, remember off air when I said I reckon uh, Jake, Jake Whiteman will win? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big upset, but. He he looked amazing. He did. He, he's, he always looks pretty good. Well, he's got, running, got that 800 meter speed as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, he's run 144 for an eight. But yeah, he went. J- Jacob tried to lead with you know about 600 to go, and then yeah, um, Jake 
went past was it like 200 to go yeah so he was going on, up on, on the back straight yeah yeah and i actually back. couldn't yeah i think at 250 to go i remember saying i'm like oh, i can't believe um jake just got in front of Jakob. Yeah. yeah but uh it looked like he just and then yeah, with 150 nothing, to yeah. go, he was he was going, and then it looked like Ingebrigtsen was going back at him a little bit, and then it was like, nah. Yeah. Put the nail on the coffin. Um, 3.29.23 yeah. for the world lead. Jakob 3.29 as well, and then Moketeer 3.29 also. So yeah. pretty, it was a pretty bloody fast. Yeah. Um, funny, like Jakob yesterday saying, oh, yeah, I reckon it can be a sprint finish. Yeah. And then he's the one going to the front like early and, and pushing the pace. For sure. so, it was um, still good to see Jakob, you know, his – Gave it his absolute all. He, he was pretty disappointed. He was pretty pissed off after. Yeah. How's uh, that picture of Jake Kerr grimacing with coming fifth or sixth? Yeah. Maybe, maybe if, he took the, if he took the sunnies off, he might have done, yeah. done a bit better. <laughs> but no, it was great to see um, Jake Whiteman win there. Yeah. Unfortunate for Stewie in finishing ninth, 3.33, um, 24. Just, yeah, looked looked like a bit of a tough day for Stewie. Yeah, I think he's just, he has run harder than anyone. Yeah. This is what we were talking about. Wasn't it? It's the same as the Olympics. It's just like by the time he gets there, yeah. it's like if you're like playing Tekken as a kid and you got got, got the energy bar, it's like but everyone else is kind of like three-quarter full. Stewie's is like halfway full because he's just been like punched in the head so many times. Also, Jake Whiteman, his dad, I mentioned this the other day, was the, is the announcer. So yeah. he like literally commentates the race yeah. as it's going. The stadium yeah, in, in the stadium. Yeah. And apparently he just kind of like just showed no emotion. Mm. Like just kind of like went through it like really professional. And then at the end just goes, that's my son and he's the world champion. Wow. It'd be so crazy like how, how he can't be like, go Jake. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's my son and he's the world champion. Holy yeah. shit. I'd love to go back and listen to that. Insane. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, and we we said the other day, if you have a request for another event, yeah, let us know. And we've had one men's javelin, um, Cruz Hogan. Yes, is in, and that's on Friday. Yeah, um, he's gone in the, the men's javelin. So and Alec Cruz, Jones, if you're, if you're listening, yeah, you can. You've got Alec Jones to thank for that yeah. for that little shout so out. We're about everything, <laughs> whatever it is. As let long as you remind us and yep. tell us who to shout Messages, out. Just whatever you want. <laughs> um, we'll be tuning into that one though. That's it. Remember. Previewing uh, Thursday's events. Big day for Australians. Yeah, yeah. big day. Got, got plenty plenty on. Uh, 9.25 a.m., the women's 5,000 heats. Yeah. Um, so there we have – so we have Rose and Nat. Jess is not on the start list, unfortunately. No. Um, We're going to try and talk to her later in the week. Um, so hopefully she has some more info for us why she's uh, withdrawn. But, yeah, no, no news on that just yet. Um, but focusing our energy into into Rose and Nat, both two MTC girls. Yep, uh, Rose skipping the ten k. She could have done ten k, but just decided focus just to on focus five. on the five. Um, yeah, she, she's good. She went to the Olympics last year, year so she knows what it's about. Um, I think she's a good chance of making the final. Yeah, be, cool be to great see. to see her. Super young. Yeah, what is she, what's Rose? Twenty one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and, and then, then Nat Rule, huge breakthrough this year. Mm. Um, She's. I was just looking through. She ran fifteen hundred. Went from four sixteen to four hundred nine. Five k from fifteen thirty nine down to fifteen oh six. Wow, crazy. Yeah, everyone was sort of that waiting for that breakthrough. Say it again. What's your five k? Maybe. Ah, the thirteen thirty nine. Thirteen thirty eight. Yeah, so you can get down to fifteen thirteen oh five next year. Holy shit, that's the same thing. Yeah. Wow. Shit. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't really didn't put it into perspective, yeah. but it's like holy. She kind of just has just. 
burst on the scene and like that national run which ran 15 10 yeah and we were just like whoa like, yeah. where, did, where did that come from and then she just backed it up with yeah. more good races yeah so. she's been she'd been obviously we trained with her and she was just putting week after week of good training mm. after a bit of a sort of in, in, injured towards the end of last year, start yeah. of this year. Um, so, yeah, that'll be really exciting to watch both of those girls. Um, for our tips, Brett, you went with Sege. Yeah, Sege, yeah. Took run, out 1,500. She's on three hard 1,500s. <laughs> she's, yeah, like I said, the Stewie of women's yeah. races. So, um, probably going to lead it again. Probably going to... Probably go out in another 55 first. Yeah, but. exactly. <laughs> um, I tipped Neon Saba. Um, and we found this information after episode one when we were going through the tips, but she's actually withdrawn uh, with a stress fracture. So Neon Saba won't be lining up. So I am swapping my tip to Safan Hassan. Um, so I reckon she's going to want a bit of vengeance on G'day who won the 10,000. Yeah. And that you won't be officially swapping your tip. <laughs> you have Neon Saber. <laughs> there won't be any official swapping of the tip. Can I please get one point? <laughs> um, uh, I, I should have mentioned this a little bit before, but in the uh, women's 1500 yesterday, when the clock did stop at 55, yeah. and um, Sonia O'Sullivan messaged me today and said that it definitely did affect the second girls because yeah. they saw 55 on the clock and they're kind of thinking like, oh, what the fuck? So apparently it was a women's one of the women's triple jumpers yeah. doing their lap of honour has set the clock set off. It off. So It is pretty insane that something like that can happen at a world champs and then that does affect the second pack. They're like, oh, you know, there's that little delay and oh, well, yeah. they've just gone 55. That's ridiculous. They're yeah. going to come back to us. Yeah. But then speaking to Georgia, she didn't actually see the clock. No. She said, which was lucky, but, but she said it was crazy just looking up. Yeah. Seeing those girls. Yeah. So the, we, we spoke to Georgia um, just before recording this. So we're going to tie that interview on to the end of this episode. So you'll, uh, yeah, you'll be able to hear from her. It's great. Um, um, 10.20 yeah. a.m. tomorrow. Men's, Men's 800. 800s. So uh, late news, Joseph Dang. Out, Out. unfortunately. Uh, yeah, no good. Um, looking through the heats and, and just couldn't find him anywhere. So Apparently withdrawing with an Achilles issue. Yeah. So uh, that sucks because he's had a good comeback here. Yeah, it's been great um, to see him back yeah. at the top level. Um, but in Heat 2, Peter Bowl, um, our big hope. My tip. Yep, not Don't mine. Say, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, my big hope, the tip. Yeah. <laughs> you for Australia. Uh, but he has a, a pretty tough heat um, looking at it. Like, so you've got Donovan Brazier who is – uh, What was that? It won't worry him. Yeah. But Donovan Brazier who is the defending champ and so he gets the wild card – but no one really knows how he's going because he yeah. he ran a he came sixth at uh, Doha Diamond League. It was a real slow race, and I think yeah, Pete beat him there. But then he went won his head at USA's and didn't run the semi. Can um, I just ask this for the listeners? Does a wild card work if you're like a reigning world champ? Yeah. So if you're reigning world champ, you are automatic to get come to come back the next year. Yeah. I'm not sure if the, if it changes for every country, but USA's you have to go and run something at. USA's. Yeah. So he went and ran the, the heat and then as soon as he ran that, just goes, all right, I'm done. And then didn't, didn't run the semi or the final. Do you know how he went in the heat? Yeah, he won he it. He won it. Yeah, okay. but just, yeah, didn't run the semi. Yeah. Um, That'd be really interesting then. Yeah, I remember like like Bernard Legat, he was he had the wild card. He went and like ran, yeah, the 800 instead of the 1500. Just, <laughs> okay. just did one heat and yeah. then just that's all you need to do to show fitness. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the, the result matters. You just have to just compete. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, and then there's also Benjamin Robert from France, uh, 143 man. So I don't know. It it, it will be hard. It yeah. is. It is always 
The 800 is just so unpredictable as That's well. That's the thing. But it's I'm sure, so nerve-wracking to watch. Yeah, but Peter Wold did it last year, and I'm sure he'll be able to do it again this yeah, year. I, I'm definitely backing him getting into the final for sure. 12.45 p.m. is the women's 3,000 final, steeplechase final. Yeah, this is a big one. For us, for our tips. Yeah, we're, so we're I tip head. Nora Geruto. I don't know why me and you are still talking about our tips. We are so <laughs> far down. Because <laughs> we're so competitive against each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Nora Geruto from Kazakhstan. She took out her heat crazy fast. She was yeah, there. so probably going to be tired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my tips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got uh, Winfred Yavi from uh, Bahrain. So she just cruised through, saved yeah. energy. Ready should, for the final. Should be good. Other ones to watch, um, Courtney Frericks from America. So she got the little cue, um, but she was second in Tokyo. And yeah. Brett, I, we've said this a few times, little cue, big cue. Do you want to tell the listeners what that means? Yeah. So in the heats in the semis, if you so say, for example, the um, 1500, you can have, you've got three heats. Yeah. The first six are automatically through. So yeah. they get a big cue. If you, if you come in the first six, but then there's six people that get through on times. So if you're not in the first six, but you come like seventh or eighth, but you run one of the fastest times of the day in the top six of, out of everyone, you, you get a little cue and get through. Yeah. So, it's so when you, you're looking back and you're seeing little cues, it's like, well, why would they? Because everyone's trying to get in yeah. the top six or, or whatever it is for your So for it's your sort of event. like a show of form, really. Yeah. If you're getting a little cue. So, so you're pretty much, if you're getting a little cue, unless unless you know that your heat is a lot faster, yeah. it's just a risk, um, you are trying in. your best mm. and getting beat by whatever, how many other people yeah. and just kind of scraping into the final yeah. and like kind of leaving it up to... Like you're not doing it automatically. You're leaving it up to other people. Other, to, yeah. Yeah, because you get kicked out. Like not like, often little cues become world champions. Like it's not, no. It's it's fairly fairly yeah. rare. Yeah. Um. To, on the topic of little cues, another one to watch, Emma Coburn in that 3,000 steeplechase from America. Yeah. Yeah, she's a medalist a number yeah. of times. So, uh, yeah, look like – but it's the same thing. She was going hard in the, the, in the heat. Um, girls were running away from her and she had to wait because she was in the first heat, had to wait for the other heats yeah. and see how fast they ran. And luckily she was like one of the slowest qualifiers to get through. There you go. Yeah. Um, now George Griffith's interview. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, really good to hear from Georgia. So enjoy this one. We're lucky enough to have Georgia Griffiths joining us um, fresh off her 1,500-meter final. Um, Georgia finished ninth. How are you, Georgia? Yeah, pretty good. Legs are a bit stiff this morning, but... Yeah, overall, pretty happy. Yeah, so yeah, so you are happy with, with the result? Yeah, I think going into it, I would have liked to have possibly, yeah, gone a bit quicker. Um, but when I got on the race, I was, yeah, my legs were a bit cooked and, um, yeah, didn't run as quick as I would have liked. But I think like ninth, like I went in with the ninth quickest time um, this year. So I think, you know, like to make the final and I think it's a pretty, yeah, solid result. Top 10 in the world. Yeah, look, Sounds can't pretty complain good. with that. Yeah, I think I will take that absolutely. <laughs> it's always very hard running like three, is it three out of four days and, and then trying to produce your best effort on that fourth day. Um, it's always tough and you're always going to be tired. Um, take us through a bit through the race. Did you see the clock stop at 55? I didn't actually, yeah, which I think was probably a good thing because I think that, really would have yeah thrown me a bit um but even then um not knowing the time like you could tell you that 
was quick and they had gone off. Like I think in the first hundred, they were already sort of separating the pack. Yeah, could you see, like you could see after like the first 100 or 200, you could see the gap formed already? Yeah, yeah. and it was sort so of what was goes like, through oh, your mind when you see that? Yeah, it was sort of like, okay, there's almost two races going on. Um, I think the yeah. four girls up the front and the rest of us. Um, yeah, so I was like, okay, let's just try and focus on the second group. Um, but yeah, it was a made for a hectic race having people so far out in front of you. It was crazy to watch. It was hard for us to actually, because they showed like the front four, we couldn't really see what else was going on in the rest of the field. Um, so like, were you kind of like in the same position the whole way or do you like pass a few people or get past? Yeah, it felt like, I honestly can't remember exactly, but it felt pretty choppy. It didn't feel like I was just in one spot. It felt like the pack I was in sort of kept moving, like people would come behind me and then, Maybe I'd try and pass some people. Um, but, yeah, a lot of movement and not even even just being in the inside um, on the rail, like sort of sometimes outside. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess that makes it hard to run like your fastest time when you are. it is a choppy race, the pace is up and down and kind of running wide and, so, and your third race. So I think it's a pretty good effort. Yeah, I think um, – and it was actually my second quickest time, even though it was like – three seconds off um yeah i think yeah considering you know i'll i'll take that but yeah definitely my legs were definitely feeling it um yeah fourth day third race um yeah <laughs> uh so th- this year's been pretty good for you 1500 pb mile pb i think maybe your second fastest 800 time um maybe or close. What, 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 one, one of your fastest 800 yeah, times one of my fastest eight times but yeah. some, some very good racing this year yeah so you've got to take confidence in that leading into Com Games. Yeah, no, I've been honestly yeah, so happy with how the year has sort of gone. And, yeah, getting that 1,500 PB, which had been like four years, I think, since I'd PB'd, um, and, yeah, take four seconds off. Like, so happy with that. Pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, so very exciting. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to Com Games, doing the 800 there. So it'll be fun, yeah, trying to work are, are down you the happy, distance. Are happy to be doing the 800? Um, probably would have preferred the 15 just because I think I could be more competitive, but I think I'm actually think it'll be quite fun doing the 800. Like it is fun to mix yeah. it up and it was a lot of pressure at the world champ. So I think, yeah, it'll just be nice mentally, um, seeing how I go over the 800 and yeah, new experience. What are you, what expectations do you have on yourself in the 800? I'm actually haven't really properly sussed out the fields, so I'm actually not too sure where I'm ranked and um, who's in it. Because um, I think for the eights, there's heats, semis, then finals. Yeah. So I think it will be like quite tough um, to make the final. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see when the start list comes out. And I think that will give yeah, me you, a better idea. Yeah. You're getting pretty good at running rounds. So yeah. I, think, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> you, by the end of that, you'll be like may, maybe possibly six races. You'll be pretty tired yeah. by the <laughs> end. But, uh, six races in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, after having such a good result in the 1500 at World Champs, like you'd be able to just go and have fun at, at Com Games. Like you've yeah. had a great season already. So now it's like the pressure's off a little bit. Um, yeah. There obviously was a lot of pressure coming into this 1500, just like with the selection kind of dramas and stuff. And um, But like you definitely showed like you deserve to be there and, 100%. and yeah you're one of the best 1500 meter girls in the world oh thank you 
Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. We, we don't want to go into it because it's yeah, yeah, touchy subject for everyone. But um, yeah, good luck for the rest of the season. Um, are you racing after Com Games? Um, yes, I'm going to do um, Monaco fifteen hundred, which I'm very Ooh, cool. very excited about. And yeah, then be a good think, one. yeah, a few races in um, Italy and Switzerland. Yeah, should be fun. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, Georgia. No worries. Yeah, good Thank luck you for the guys. Rest of the, uh, rest of the season and, and we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Good luck. See you. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the sixth episode of the FTK World Athletics Championship Special. This special is brought to you by Up There Athletics. Drop into their physical space at 179 Flinders Lane or shop the full collection online at uptherathletics.com. 